Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. If you've ever planted a garden or even potted a potted plant, after you've put the water in and did the work, you're looking to see if it's bearing some type of fruit from the garden or if the flower is coming up out of the soil. Likewise, as believers in Christ, the Lord has planted us in rich soil and he's looking to see if we are bearing fruit. So please enjoy this episode when we look at the parable of the fig tree in Luke chapter 3 that I entitled, We Must Bear Fruit. We must bear fruit. A few episodes ago, I talked about our final evaluation. We have to stand before the Lord and he evaluated us for the work that we've done in the earth. Um, Then last week, I talked about working to get a well done. And today I want to talk about bearing fruit as believers. The Lord has given us all the nutrients we need and he is expecting fruit when he sees us. Now, you remember in, in one of the Gospels where Jesus walks into Jerusalem and he's, and he's hungry and he sees a fig tree and he goes to the fig tree to get a piece of fruit and there is no fruit found in the tree. And so the Lord curses that unproductive fig tree. And when we study it, we see that the Lord cursed the fig tree um, because it was unproductive, but it had all it needed and the leaves had deceived him. Likewise, God has planted some things, planted us in good soil, and he's blessed us and given us all we need for production. And so when he is coming to see us, he's coming to inspect us, and he is expecting to receive fruit. Now, as we think about that parable, I want us to look at Luke chapter 13, verses 6 through 9, and the story goes like this. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon, and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down, why cover it the ground? And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dug it. And if it bear fruit well, and if not thereafter, then it shall cut it down. All right, so now we look at this. This this farmer, this man that owns a vineyard, he said, I have did everything we need for this tree to bear fruit. And I've been coming here three years and I see no fruit. So he was ready to tear it down. But the vine dresser said, give me another chance, another year to dig around it. And if it doesn't produce after I fertilize it and make and do everything around it, then we can cut it down. Listen, that's a very tough story when you think about the tree. But we got to think about our lives. God is looking and coming to see if we are bearing fruit. Production is what we should do as believers. We should show forth 
the grace and the gifts of the Lord because he's invested us in so many things. Listen, God does not accept a lack of production when he's giving you all that we need. We know we studied the the, the, the parable of, of the talents. God was not pleased with the lack of production because he'd given them enough to produce something. And God is looking at our lives and the Holy Ghost and the blessings and all that he's given us and that it's, it, we should be bearing fruit. Let's take a look at John chapter 15 and see what Jesus says about production. John chapter 15 verse one says this, I am the true vine and my father is the husband. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away, and the branch that bear fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more. Listen, God wants us to be productive believers. Listen, we got we talk about love and we talk about grace. And this not message is not to make you feel, you know, ho-hum or like or, or be saddened, but it's letting you know that God has been good to us. And he's expecting to find something in us when he comes upon us. We don't want to be like the fig tree in the other parable that had leaves that looked like it had fruit that was had produced good fruit, but when we get close, it has nothing. We as believers can walk a walk and talk a talk and look like we are producing the things of God, but when trials of life come, when people come needing something, when the Lord inspects us and tests, and, and tests us, he sees that we don't have any fruit, and he's given us everything that we need. Listen, wouldn't it be sad to be in this year like the tree was? The tree had one more year. Wouldn't it be sad not to know that the Lord is coming expecting something from us and he's ready to deal with us? And the Holy Spirit said, listen, hey, give him, give him another year. I'm going to keep working. We don't know what God is doing. We don't want to be in this year of grace where God said, I'm, I'm looking again, but I'm going to give them another year before I make another decision about them. We don't know the inner workings of what God heart and mind is, but we know he's given us everything and we are without excuse when it comes to production. We have all we need and God is not asking us to do anything but bear fruit. Now, what fruit do you think it is that the Lord is looking for when he comes to find it? Let's take a look at Galatians 5 to see the fruit that God is looking for in the believer. All right? In the believer, what God is looking for. And we see the fruit of the spirit that he's looking for. He has given us his spirit. He's given us his Holy Ghost. He's given us the things of God. So he says this about Galatians 5, starting at verse 22. It says this. But the fruit of the spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no law. When God comes to inspect you, does he find his love? Does he find his joy? Does he find his peace? Does he find his long-suffering or patience? Does he find gentleness in you? Does he find goodness in us? Does he find faith? Does he find meekness? Does he find temperance or self-control? Does he find that in us when he comes to look at us? Or does he see that wretched man still standing there? Does he see the workings of the flesh? Does he see the 17 works of the flesh manifesting all in our lives and we're blood-washed believers? 
as he's find idolatry, as he find witchcraft, hatred, embarrassed, immolations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envious, murderous, drunkenness, reveling. Does he find fornication and adultery, uncleanness, lasciviousness? Is that the fruit he's finding? Is he finding the fruit of flesh when he comes look at Jeremy? When he comes look at you, is he find that old man still alive and well when we're supposed to be believers walking in the newness of life? God is looking for fruit in our lives. And we have all we need because we have the Holy Ghost. Listen, we can seek to achieve a lot of things in our natural lives. But once we name the name of Christ, the number one thing that the Lord is expecting is for us to bear fruit. The extension of our life is not for us to achieve all the things we want in the natural, but the extension of our days is to bear fruit for the Lord. Every bit of mercy, every bit of grace, every bit of love, every bit of kindness, all that the Lord has poured and put into us is for us to bear fruit. In the parable that we read in Luke 13, he said, why does the tree get to take the nourishment from the earth if it's not going to bear fruit? What good are you if you take a, a good am I and what good are we if we're taking all the nutrients of the Lord, but we're not bearing the fruit in our lives. We're not producing any fruit. What good are we to have long days, to have blessings, to have mercy, to have favor, if we're not going to bear fruit. The number one goal of the believer is to bear fruit. The number one purpose of our life is to be bearing the fruit of God in everything that we do. It is not for our glory. It is not for our grace. It is for the will of God to be done in our lives. Look, God loves us. He cares for us, but he's given us all we need and he is not happy with a lack of production in us. And so we have to begin to reevaluate ourselves that we will know and that we will be make sure that we're operating in a profitable way. Look, he wants us profitable. He told us when we're supposed to add to our faith in, in 2 Peter 1, when he talks about adding to our faith, Peter says, if we do these things and we are bound, he said we will neither be unfruitful and we will be full of the knowledge of Christ. So if we abide and add to our faith and do all that God has called us to do, we have no choice but to be profitable, but to bear fruit in the earth. Listen. This may not be the happiest message, but it's a message just to show you that, look, God loves us enough to remind us that we're not just here to just relax and enjoy the blessings, but we're also here to be reproducing earth in the earth. And so I encourage you today and forevermore to continue to look at our lives. See if you're bearing fruit. Look at yourself and see if the fruit of God is coming out of your life. Are you kind and tenderhearted? Are you merciful? Do you do justly and love mercy and walk humbly before God? Are you doing everything just to fulfill what your flesh wants? Listen, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 says this. We got to look at this. We have, we have called the Lord our Lord and Savior, and we've given him our life. And he says this about our life as believers once we're saved. He says this, 
For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but the will of God. So this time that we have, this time that the Lord has given us, this grace and our mercy that God has given us, it is not for us to live in the will of the flesh and be unprofitable, but it is for us to live unto God and free from sin, walking in the newness of life and bearing fruit that the world can see us, that we can make the Lord known to the world, that we can let our light so shine, that we can point souls to Calvary, that we can bear fruit. Souls are being saved. Families are being changed. People are never the same after coming in contact with us because we enrich soil and we're producing the Spirit of God and the fruit of God is showing up in our lives and we're able to show that to those that we meet and people are changed forevermore. Listen, I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I've said has encouraged your heart, has encouraged you to say take a look at what you're doing and where your life is, that you may walk and be the best sons and daughters of Christ that you desire to be. So I thank you again for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Let's go bear fruit. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.